This is a production of Dirty Mode Media. Okay, here's what happened. I'm going to throw a bunch of people in this. All right. So we had a, I'm just going to say a substantial pool in the garage area. There were days that you could run in the top 10 during that time at a cup race and make more money in the pool than you could run it in the top 10. Okay. <laughs> I am Rick Houston, and this is another glorious, white-knuckled, God-fearing, spun-out, and half-turned-over racing story. I want to take you back to Sunday, February 23rd, 1986. It was just the second race of the young season, but already... Dale Earnhardt and Daryl Waltrip were battling at the half-mile track, then known as Richmond Fairgrounds Raceway, as if the Winston Cup Championship was on the line. Lap after lap, the two had beat and banged on each other like there was no tomorrow. So determined was Earnhardt to win that day, He'd actually unbuckled his safety harnesses and climbed partially out of his car's window under caution to clean his windshield. Kyle Petty, meanwhile, had settled into fifth place. Like Earnhardt, Petty was the son of a racer and had never known a life outside the sport. He'd won the very first race he had ever entered, an ARCA event at Daytona in 1979 one week before his dad, Richard, went to Victory Lane in the Daytona 500. In the years since, Kyle had learned the family business as best he could. There were signs of promise along the way, including second-place finishes at Dover in 1982 and another at Talladega in 1985. When Richard left Petty Enterprises at the end of the 1983 season, Kyle stayed behind for a year before moving himself to Wood Brothers Racing in 1985. Every step of the way, one thing was evident. Kyle was his own person, and that person liked to have a good time away from the track and apparently, at times, on it. Race pools were a long-standing tradition in the press box. There was a $5 pool, a $10 pool, and for big shot reporters like Steve Wade, a $25 pool. Who knew that the competitors in the garage also had a pool going at the time? Okay, here's what happened. I'm going to throw Eddie and Lynn in this and Henry Benfield. and I'm going to throw a bunch of people in this. All right, so we had a... I'm just going to say a substantial pool in the garage area on a weekly basis. And you would put your money in, and whoever won, you would draw a number, and whoever won the race, they won the pool. And these are substantial pools. These are not $150 pools. These are not $15 pools. These are, these are substantial. <laughs> this isn't a press box no, pool. <laughs> no, this is not. This is a substantial pool. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. There were days that you could run in the top 10 during that time at a cup race and make more money in the pool than you could run it in the top 10. Okay? <laughs> so these were substantial. There was only one problem. In 1985, Bill Elliott won 11 super speedway races, and the Winston Million bonus of a cool $1 million 
from series sponsor R.J. Reynolds. As a result, the garage area pool had to be altered. Elliot is kicking so much butt in 85 that they changed the pool. And the pool then became, you take your own car, you keep your own car, and you drew a peel out of the hat, and it was not for the win, so that week it was fifth. So whoever finished fifth. At Richmond that day, the magic finishing position was, you guessed it, fifth place. We're running fifth. <laughs> we are running fifth. You in the money. I am, we, are, we are taking this pool. We're talking on the radio about it. We're, we're on the radio. We're keyed up talking the radio. Yeah. And he's like, nobody's going to catch you. And, you, you know, you just don't need to pass that guy in front of you. You just, we're in the pool. Okay? <laughs> we're taking the money Holy home. Cow. I'm not sure fans need to hear that. MRN's Barney Hall and Eli Gold set the stage for what would become one of NASCAR's most controversial moments of the 1980s. Waltrip passing inside spot covered. They were alongside of each other. And then this happened. Waltrip will win the track race to turn three. Earnhardt gets him. Hard into the wall goes Waltrip. Hard goes Earnhardt. Everybody else spins either way. Five, six cars involved, and now there's caution on the speed. Joe Rutman and Jeff Bodine were running third and fourth at the time, and they were also caught up in the melee. As the new running order sorted itself out, Kyle Petty's initial reaction to the incident was not one of jubilation. After all, he was no longer running in fifth place. All of a sudden, there's a pile of one and three. And, oh, my God. I mean, it's like it's on. We're out of the money. We're out of the money. And, I mean, there is some profanity and there's some bad language and on, the, on our radio. And all of a sudden, after this, is, this goes on for like a lap or so because, you know, there was a, there's a melee down there. And you had to weave in and out of it. And then we come around and you had to weave in and out of it again. So while all this is going on, and you're weaving in and out, and you've gone through the wreck maybe once or twice. We're cussing because we didn't win the pool. We're out of the pool. MRN was still on the call, and Mike Joy brought listeners up to date on what was taking place. As Kyle Petty fumed, he had no way of knowing at the time that he was the new leader of the race. All five of the cars in the lead lap, except Kyle Petty, are in it. Here comes Kyle Petty. He's the race leader. He will come around and take the caution flag as Earnhardt, Waltrip, Bodine, and Rutman crash at turn three. Finally, Eddie Wood gave Kyle some incredible news. He was the new leader, and he was about to win the very first race of his Winston Cup career. And then Eddie comes on, and he says, hey, I think we're going to win the race. (laughs) (laughs) And and I said, you are kidding. (laughs) And he said, I think we'll win the race. And sure enough, everybody everybody up there, I don't know, Rutman and some of those guys that got involved in it, and I never even saw them. I never saw anybody. I mean, we, we were all close enough. We were all within, you know, probably... Not a straightaway, but maybe a straightaway in a corner, maybe half a track. So, but and it happened so quick, and we came across and ended up winning the race. Crazy. Kyle took the checkered flag under caution and then headed to Victory Lane. There, he and then wife Patty were interviewed for MRN by the legendary Ned Jarrett. For some reason, Kyle never mentioned the race pool. Kyle Petty, did you expect it? 
No, well, we thought we were in real good yesterday in, in practice and everything, and, and, you know, everything worked real good. Today we didn't have much luck. We couldn't ever catch a caution good enough to, to get the car to drive like we wanted to. The, there at the very end, we put it, tried a new set of stagger, and it worked a little bit. It loosened the car up, but it still pushed in, in the middle of the corner. I couldn't get it to turn, so uh, we were real fortunate that they all ran into each other down there going in three. I'll take them any way you can get them. Could you believe that when you came down that back stretch? No, I was, I was looking. I saw the, the five car, and I could see the three and the 11, but uh, I couldn't see the 26. And I thought Rutman had snuck by and done beat us there, and, you know, and we was, which, you know, that wasn't bad. But then I seen Rutman as we come out of four there. He was sitting off in the grass and couldn't get going. So, uh, you know, I just I can't say enough. You know, the 7-Eleven crew, uh, the Wood Brothers, everybody worked so hard last year, you know, and everything works so good this year. And I just thank the Lord that we made it through that wreck and nobody else did. What, did you say you was going to build a house here? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to wheel me this spot right here. I mean, this, this is the all, first time I've been to Victor Lane in eight or six, eight or ten years, it seems like. It seems like forever, so I think I'll build me a house here. Is this your biggest thrill in racing? Oh, definitely so. You know, uh, you win down at Daytona in your first one, and that was pretty good, but uh, I think any time you can win a Winston Cup race, uh, you know, it, it's got to be a big thrill. Patty, your thoughts on this? I just, I just thank Lord for the opportunity to be here, and I don't think I've ever praised Lord so hard to be running fifth and not in the middle of everything that happened. And I'm sorry for all the other people, but I'm thankful to be here. Okay, a big celebration here in Victor Lane. There was a time when the trophies his father won were a common part of Kyle Petty's life. Typically, they were stored in a little brick house beside his grandmother and grandfather's, and eventually they filled the entire attic before being moved to a museum on the hallowed grounds of the Petty Enterprises shop in Level Cross, North Carolina. Kyle had dreamed of one day winning his own trophies to add to the family collection. He missed out on winning the pool at Richmond, and even after posting the win, he also missed out on bringing home a trophy. And then, then, then and I still joke about this. I joke about this all the time. Is like all I ever wanted to do was win a cup race and, and get a trophy. And you win Richmond, they give you a plaque. So not only <laughs> did I not get the pool, I got a plaque. I didn't even get a trophy. You got a plaque. They give you a plaque. Officially, Kyle Petty collected $37,880 for his efforts that day. Such an amount brought to mind a question that demanded an answer. Was the purse enough to cover the pool? Yeah, the purse was enough to cover the pool. Yeah, for winning, the purse was enough to cover the pool. We were good. We were good. Like I told you, that was another glorious white-knuckled, God-fearing, spun-out, and half-turned-over racing story. We'll be back with more next time. Did you enjoy this glorious racing story? Leave us a rating and review and tell your friends. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.